If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC MTM Hello, good afternoon And welcome to the Midday News We're live on Love, 99.5 FM in Kumasi, also live in Accra on Joy, 99.7 FM. Over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We're on Amenuveve FM in Aflao, Ganga FM in Jirapaka, Kelly Radio in Ho. We're live on X Spaces. We're on Facebook. You're on myjoonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. And where Duraplast goes, water flows. This afternoon, Ghana seeks to overtake Australia to become the world's leading producer of lithium once production starts at Ewea Mines in the central region. Ghana is about to become the biggest lithium mining country in the world. Good news, isn't it? Also this afternoon, Foreign Minister says Ghanaians must pay realistic fees for passport as he urges the House to approve an increase in the charges. I'm hoping that uh, Ghanaians will, will pay realistic prices for passports. Today, passports are no longer uh, ID. I'll take you live to Parliament where the House has also approved 1.1 billion CDs for the Ministry. Lands Commission says it awaits a certified Supreme Court judgment on the over 72,000 acre land case in Accra to begin the necessary steps in registering lands affected by the court's decision. They have gone to court, they have made their victories. We will be awaiting the certified copies to be able to take steps to do what the court says we should do in respect of registrations that may be in our record that will be affected by the decision. 
There's more as the Lands Commission allays fears of affected persons, urging them to stay calm and not panic about the situation in their sports. World title opportunity for Ghana as boxer Senna Agbeko challenges the undefeated WBA super middleweight champion David Morel. And we'll also get to meet the one-year-old child who's already been painting for six months and now aiming to break a Guinness World Record set 20 years ago. All the behind the scenes are there, every single painting. So far, he's done 12 paintings, including this 13. Six months old. Plus, our build up to Christmas. We'll tell you about this year's Joy FM family party in the park, which promises to be bigger, better, and fun as he unites families this new tide. You want to stay for that and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Many thanks for your company and Ghana this afternoon is seeking to become the world's leading producer of lithium once production starts at the Iwea mines in the central region. Amidst the controversies surrounding Ghana's lithium lease agreement, Lands and Natural Resources Minister Samuel Abujinapo is already targeting Ghana, overtaking Australia, uh, which is currently the largest producer of the commodity. Speaking on the Super Morning Show this morning, the minister confirmed that the country is anticipating to produce 350,000 tons of lithium lithium per annum which is the largest in the world uh, according to uh, this website visualcapitalist.com 60 61,000 per year and that's 46.9 percent we are saying we are going to mine 350,000 tons per year that is about five times the biggest but why do you country why do you seem scandalized by that why no, I, I on I'm, a daily basis I'm not, I'm, I'm not I scandalized. Am a, I'm seeking clarification yes Ghana is about to become the biggest lithium mining country in the well good news isn't it i am working day day in day out for gold production to go up and we've given this concession to one company the biggest mining concession in the world yes but is that company that engaged in exploration is that company that is involved a uh, whole investment invested a lot of money into the concession now, the minister also assures that the off-taker agreement in the contracts, which will enable Atlantic Lithium to sell the portions of the mined lithium to Pedomon, an American company, is yet to be approved by government. But it's also important for me to point out that that off-taker agreement has not been approved by the government of Ghana yet. We've not approved that off-taker agreement. That off-taker agreement is yet to be presented to the Minerals Commission for onward transmission to my office and be examined thoroughly and i think that is where the conversation should move to that's where the conversation should shift to which is how are we going to work together as stakeholders as a country to ensure that the terms we've agreed to are not compromised in any form or shape Meanwhile, mining investment expert Dan McConvey is um, backing government's lithium deal, describing the terms as generous. Speaking to Raymond Akon upfront, the Canadian with about four decades of mining experience, explained the deal is indeed one of the best in the subregion. Well, if, if Parliament ratifies this, and again, I think the I think the agreement's generous, especially on the royalties to to, uh, to the Canadian government, and they can get started. I, I would I would go down that course. If it's going to be uh, debated on and changed over time, then maybe yes. But my worry, Raymond, is that there's going to be a debate on this for the next number of years until the price really falls. When the price really falls, and then it's not on the radar screen, and then it won't be a, a debate in Parliament, it won't be in the media, and then the, the laws will change. But 
On his part, Imani Africa's Bright Simmons is agreed, insisting Mr. McConvey is com comparing apples to oranges. But that is not the right way to look at it. Why? Because those minerals that we've signed those types of contracts with are very established global minerals, been trading for years, they are commoditized. Okay. Lithium is a scarce mineral that is slowly becoming more widely available, but its use could explode. So green minerals are uncertain. And we all know that the greater the uncertainty, the greater the potential reward. Mm -hmm. So we cannot use the strategy we use for gold for lithium. So we cannot use contracts that we sign for gold to benchmark contracts we are signing for lithium. That's Imani Africa's Bright Simmons there. I'll take you to Parliament now where the Minister for Foreign Affairs, um, Shelley Ayokobuchi, says Ghanaians do not currently pay realistic fees for the passport application and is asking Parliament to approve an increase in the charges. The Minister said Ghanaians pay just 100 CDs for a passport um, to, produce, whilst, uh, to produce a document. It costs government 400 CDs. Speaking during the consideration of budget estimates for her ministry, the Minister said the passport is no longer used as an identity because of the Ghana card and the price must therefore go up. Mr. Speaker, on the issue of the cost of passports, it goes without saying that um, it is not sustainable. We cannot sustain this. And therefore, I would plead with this Honorable House to look at the issue for us. It is already before the subsidiary legis legislation committee, and I'm hoping that uh, Ghanaians will will pay realistic prices for passports. Today, passports are no longer um, IDs. They don't serve as I, I, um, IDs. Um, we have the national ID card. And therefore, those who need passports are those who need it to travel. And therefore, I don't believe that they, 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 will, they will not, um, uh, or they would want us to continue to subsidize it. That's a Minister of Foreign Affairs, Shelly Ayokobuchi, uh, in Parliament a while ago. We know that the House also approved 1.1 billion CDs for the ministry to spend. Clear text that when they are taking this decision, they should think about the interests of the country. This contract with the Speaker for five years will have cost just $140 million. Now, for no work done, we have to pay a judgment debt of $140 million. And the risk is really real and alive that if care is not taken, if we default, our diplomatic missions, particularly Regina House, will be lost. It will be auctioned. And that was the debate uh, that ensued in Parliament a while ago. And that's not all. The National Security Minister, Albert Kandapa, has also lamented the low budgetary allocation for his ministry in the 2024 budget. The ministry demanded 2.5 billion CDs from the Finance Ministry for 2024 to deal with election-related issues and emerging um, terrorism threat, but got only 1.6 billion CDs. Despite this, the minister says his ministry will make do with the amount and continue to keep the nation safe. We are aware of the domestic and also the external security challenges as well as the challenges of the election year. We had estimated that we would need an amount of about 2.5 billion uh, cities. Unfortunately, our allocation has been reduced to 1.6 billion because the national envelope was not big enough. In spite of this, Mr. Speaker, we want to assure the House that we will do everything to be able to accommodate the various challenges that we face, and we will make sure that we are able to confront the challenges.
That's the National Security Minister Albert Kandapar touch base with our parliamentary correspondent shortly as the House approves budgets for ministries, departments and agencies and also consider other bills. But let me talk about this particular controversial issue. You've been hearing about the Supreme Court ruling on the over 72,000 acre land case in Accra. Well, the Lands Commission this afternoon says it is waiting to be served with a certified Supreme Court ruling on that dispute at 72,000 acre land involving 72 communities in Accra. The ruling is that the Karen families cannot claim ownership of the affected lands due to a 1982 Court of Appeal decision which declared them owners based on fraudulent information presented to the court. Timothy Anidoho, acting Greater Accra Regional Lands Officer, states that they anticipate the victors in the case to serve them with a certified ruling for the Commission to take necessary actions. Before we get to hear from the Lands Commission, though, let's listen to Kwame Jan, a land law expert advising property owners to consult the Lands Commission before attempting any reconciliation with your new landowners. If you are a property owner, and for example, if you are in East Legon, the area popularly known as Bawaleshi, there are judgments of course of competent jurisdiction mm-hmm. who say that East Legon, La Bawaleshi and Otele belong to the clan quarter of La. So, I mean, you can even get assistance from the Lands Commission. The Lands Commission is the best place to go now. If you have any doubt as to who your landlord is in this current state of affairs, go to the Lands Commission. Show them where your parcel we can now listen to acting Greater Korea Regional Lands Officer Timothy Anidoho saying they are waiting to be served with a certified copy to take the necessary actions. We have not been, we followed it like all other parties. For it, for us to be saved, the Land Act sections 179 tells us how judges certificates or decisions of the court will be registered. And I, I believe if people have developed their land, wherever the victors are, we'll look for a practical way of getting them to atone tenancy and then recognize their grants if their grants were not granted from the region. So during negotiation, as I said, I was careful to say atone tenancy, and those are two different things. Um, atoning tenancy would be a recognition that based on this, this judgment has been enforced since 1982, if you've read the, the case and must understand that people have accrued rights based on what they believe was the right thing to do. And therefore, if somebody is a victor today, um, there must be some caution in which steps to take in order to deal with that. They have gone to court, they have made their victories. We will be awaiting um, the certified copies to be able to take steps to do what the court says we should do in respect for panic. Timothy Anudeho, a Greater Accra, acting Greater Accra Regional Lands Officer there. No need for panic, he says. Now, opinions are divided over Medina MP Francis Xavier Susu's new private member's bill proposing changes to the Holidays Act. While a segment of the public supports the proposal for two days of holidays for Ido Fetu and Ido Ada, there's a position to the idea of maintaining holidays that fall on weekends without moving them to Mondays. Another proposition is to move holidays that fall between Tuesday and Thursday to Fridays. We'll be hearing from the Medina MP who has been defending his bill shortly. But first, let's listen to some Ghanaians who are pleased with certain aspects and displeased with others. The summer should always, we should, we should give them the two days, this and that they want because you celebrate a day and la. People, people expect more. So, and it can even bring something like a fun because I stay in Fadama and with Tana like this we celebrate Salah Fest and the artists that comes they, they get money through so when they do it about some, something like two days yeah they can raise more funds to it. Africa like this we work eight hours a day and yeah you get tired. It should, it should probably be moved to Monday because 
we are human beings. We work throughout Africa like this. We work eight hours a day. Mm. And yeah. Oh, okay. So from from my point of view, the, the thing is, if if there is a holiday, let's say on Friday, yeah. and we are supposed to, it's supposed to move to Monday, and the MP is trying to change things, it's very wrong for me. Because imagine you enjoying your weekends, you 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 feel tired. So at least you getting the Monday could help for you to rest. Yeah, and, and with the Salah holidays too, the two I think it's okay. Because this these are part of our religion. Yes, because we have Muslims and they are part of our religion. So I feel they should be appreciated. Oh, the, uh, uh, the holidays, they are up, up for me. To me, as you say, it's good, right? Muslims will like it. I forgive them like two days. Uh, but the one, two, no, I don't think so. well, the one is uh, enough. Because maybe sometimes they will go and do the prayers and come before they will come and cut the, uh, 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 slaughter the cows and the things. Then, then the following day, then they have to go to work and things. But I think so. if their own two is two, I think it's better. Okay, well, that's not all. We conducted a poll on social media to gauge public sentiment. Max Olabogba is here to share the results, the much-awaited results. What, what are the findings from the poll? Yes, MFA. So a lot of people um, seem to like um, the one that two holidays for mm-hmm. Muslim festivals, Eid al-Adha and then Eid al-Fitr. Um, those we polled, uh, those who've been responding to our poll, 75% actually said yes. Mm. And then 25% said no. So 75, yes, 25% no. The second one that's also very popular, um, move holidays that fall between Tuesday and Thursday. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Friday, 73% said it's a great idea. Um, 9% said not the best suggestion. And then 18% said doesn't make a difference. So 73% think it's a great idea. The one that is not popular mm-hmm. is... <laughs> The holidays on the weekend. People uh-huh. want to celebrate their holidays on the weekday. They want it to be moved to a weekday. Moved to if a weekday. it falls on a weekend. It has to move, be moved to yeah. a weekday. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to hear your opinion on this. But let's <laughs> hear. Know. I know. So let's hear from the Medina MP, Francis Xavier Susu. He's been defending his proposal, citing alignment with international best practices. Well, the rationale is to promote productivity with our holidays. Uh, currently, sometimes you have a holiday... Uh, maybe you spend your weekend, you come back on Monday, and then you have a holiday on Tuesday. Um, or sometimes you have a holiday on Thursday, uh, only for you to go and come back uh, on Friday. And so it's not very, very effective way of using holidays. And uh, if you look at other jurisdictions, they even term it bank holiday. Because traditionally or historically, it began as a practice in banks, where when holidays 
fall within what they call the productive days, which is Tuesdays to Thursdays, they would shift them to Fridays. And so it is just in line with best practices that we do this uh, just to enhance uh, our holiday uh, experiences and our holiday practices with Anna. Well, that's uh, Medina MP Francis Xavier. So, so, well, this Saturday is no holiday. But, of course, every Saturday we bring you Newsfile. And this final episode, we're bringing you uh, the Chain Speaker Series on Newsfile. Joining us now to tease us on what to expect is host Samsung Ladi. Anyeneni, thank you so much for joining us here on the Midday News. Tell me, what are we to expect tomorrow? Right. Tomorrow we have the Chain Speaker Series Diaspora Edition. Uh, we're bringing on Ghanaians who live abroad or maybe residents abroad and who have interacted with their country and the countries where they live and work should be able to bring about some perspectives on the issues that confront us and some ideas, change-making ideas. That's why we call it change speakers. So they will give us some change, you know, making ideas to help in the national discourse and policy development and so on. So that's what we do. Mm-hmm. On Joy Change Speaker Series, we take a pause from your usual panel looking at issues in a certain, you know, uh, dimension. And to have people who can reflect and bring on board something that we may not never have heard about or never thought of, but that will be useful in a game changer. And thankfully tomorrow, people we can call Ghanaians in the diaspora who have various experiences, you know, will share with them. How many of them are we expecting tomorrow? So we have a list of seven illustrious Ghanaians, and some of them coming from backgrounds that we expect the wow us. Mm. And you're not dropping any names yet, are you? <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard about... Um, Mary Spio. I know Spio, but um, I'm yet yeah, to Mary hear. Spio is a deep space engineer. Okay. And she's done some really, really great stuff out there. She'll be joining us. We have Nanao Fusua Oforiata Eim. She's a writer, she's a filmmaker. He's an art historian and brings perspectives that will just give you shocked and surprised. Don't give it all away, Samson. <laughs> we'll, jo- we'll join you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Right. Uh, for right. the Chain Speaker Series. And that's the host of Newsfile, Samson Ladi. And you, know, you don't want to miss uh, the final episode of Chain Speaker Series on Newsfile. Another program coming up on Join News later. Tonight will be the PM Express personality profile with Aisha Ibrahim. NDC Chairman Johnson Asiedunketia is the guest. Who is the godfather of digitalization in Ghana, apart from President John Dramani Mahama. Tell me about it. You know, all this noise about digitalization, it all started 
under President John Dramani Mahama as the Minister for Communication. You know, in the past, we used to have Ministry for uh, Posts and Telecommunication. Okay. It was when President Mahama became a minister that these two portfolios were separated because there was opportunity for expansion in the telecommunication and the ICT sector. Okay. So John Dramani Mahama was actually the grandfather of this whole digitalization. And when he and you don't want to miss PMS Press Personality Profile with Aisha Ibrahim later tonight on Sunday. I'll be hosting you on the probe as well. You would want to join us this weekend. This is a packed show for you on the Joy News Channel, Joy 99.7 FM. We'll take a quick break here on the Midday News, live on Joy 99.7 FM. Also on Love 99.5 FM. We return from the break with sports and we are building up to Christmas. I'll tell you about this year's Joy FM family party in the pack, which promises to be bigger, better and fun as he unites families this year tide. I came here with my mom to have some fun. I play football and eat some popcorn. I'm very excited. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> Petrosol. Clean fuel in full quantity. It is your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. So get involved and vote. Citizens of Ghana, this is an urgent call from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. District-level election is here again. This year's election will take place on the 19th of December, 2023. Every four years, Ghanaians are enjoined to elect citizens to serve as assembly and unit committee members to help facilitate the development of your community and the district. The time to exercise that civic duty is now. On Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, visit your voting center between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. with your valid voter's ID card and cast your vote to elect your preferred candidate. Remember, democracy begins at the local governance level. Your vote counts. Vote for development change agents. Vote for Ghana. A message from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Let's do sports. Thank you very much, Emifana. On Saturday, there will be a world title opportunity for Senna Adbeko, who will challenge the undefeated WBA Super Middleweight Champion David Morel in Minneapolis, USA. Now, boxing expert Nathaniel Atto has more.
Well, Senna and Beko should be motivated by the fact that Ghana is still looking for another world champion after the stories of Isaac Dube and Richard Comey. Now, one of the things that could go for him is his ring experience, his relative ring experience, where he's got 30 fights in total, uh, 28 wins and two losses, as against uh, uh, Morel's nine bouts, which have already made him a champion. But what he should be very careful about is the fact that Morel is coming in as the champion. You'd have the crowd behind him, so psychologically he's better boosted. He also should know that whenever you're fighting a champion, the dynamics are different technically. He has to score more points, he has to have more fluid punch power, and he has to be more accurate if he wants to get this job done. That's boxing expert, Nathaniel Atto. Thank you very much, Mubarak. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Time for our Drive Safe campaign. Safe driving saves lives. Drive safe. And as we build up to Christmas, we are keeping our eyes on the road for you and to help you stay safe. In this new series, we speak to persons who've had close shave with death through road crashes. We'll bring you the story of Judith Banz, teacher and a mother of two. I'm an accident survivor. My accident happened 10th August last year, 2022. And this is the car I was sitting in. It happened at Edwege. There was a bush burning beside the road. Cars coming from Takradi were stopped. Cars coming from Accra to Masitu were stopped. So this side will go a little and the other side will go a little. Passing through the smoke, it got to our tent. We started, we entered the smoke. Then there was a car, truck, loaded with 850 bucks coming from Takradi to Accra. He got to the scene. He overtook the car parked and then entered the smoke. And since his car was in a top speed, he just moved from his lane, came through our lane and then hit our car. And I was sitting right behind the driver. In fact, we were 15 passengers in the car. 14 were brought out. I was the last person who was brought out. Well, this is more reason why you ought to stay safe on the road, especially at this time. Now, join us um, at the Ebri Botanical Gardens on the 26th of December. It's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. You're wondering what I'm talking about? Is the Joy FM family party in the park? Well, uh, activities for the day would include Beer Village, Daddy's Corner, Mam's Cooking Competition, Face Painting, Live Band, and many, many more. The rate, uh, we're told, is 200 Ghana cities only for a family of six. All catering houses. Houses um, interested in vending food at this year's Joy FM family party in the park should contact 054-012-3805 for further inquiries before December 20, 2023. We're getting ready for Joy FM family party in the park and you don't want to miss it. And now we focus on this one-year-old yet to even start speaking, but make no mistake, Ghanaian Ace Liam has mastered the art of artistic drawing so much that he's seeking to break a 20-year Guinness World Record. Jacqueline and Sumaya was focusing on her. Many Ghanaians are poised to set and break world records from the highly anticipated singathon. A one-year-old Ghanaian called Ace Liam will attempt to set a new world record as the youngest male artist in the world as his application has been accepted. The current world record for the youngest male artist is held by Dante Lamp, who achieved this feat at the age of three in 2003. Ace Liam's mother says her son has been painting since he was six months old. All the behind the scenes are there every single painting so far he's done 
12 paintings, including this 13. So all the behind the scenes will be there. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.